Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brittany Davis, better known as Moment of Truth, and you are now tuned in to The Greater Podcast with David Brown. Enjoy. Hi, y'all. So, thank you for listening in. Coming back with Moment of Truth Productions, Brittany Davis. You know, and now we in the lab. We about to put together a beat, you know, a process of Brittany, you know, how she does what she does, you know. So, Brittany, you know, you've been putting together beats for years and stuff like that. And, you know, you've been putting together music and everything else, you know. Like, okay, first off, let me ask you this. Like, what do you use now and what have you used in the past? And I'm saying this just because I know, you know, and it's kind of like, it's interesting to know what, like, tell people what you have gone through and like what you make beats on and now what you make beats on now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm about to take y'all back. Way back. Back in the kitty keyboards and cassette tape players and broken digital recorders and half the beat on my mind tapes. She ain't lying. <laughs> so like, when I started making beats, I started making, like, we used to have those little kitty keyboards, and, like, I was about four or five when I got my first one. And they, they had those nasty notes, I called them, because you can only play, like, two notes at a time. Oh, my gosh, I remember those. You know, David knows what I'm talking oh about. Oh, my gosh, those are bad. Yeah. Out there, somebody knows what I'm saying. Yeah. But when I was little, I used to call them nasty note keys because they only played two at the time. Yeah. And so I had to make up little notes. I would play these little melodies in my head. But in my mind's eye, I would see the beat coming to life. Like I would have the drums and the strings and mm-hmm. all these elaborate sounds. But I couldn't do it because I didn't have the technology. So. The first thing that was built into my beat making character was loops and remembering things. Uh-huh. So to this day, I usually start out my beats with loops. Um, uh-huh. And then I moved on to a larger um, workstation or platform for creation of uh, beats, which was a, when I was about 10 or 11, I was given a Yamaha keyboard. We had the same kind of Yamaha. <laughs> and we actually had the same keyboard. Yeah. And that was the cold part. He had to show me, because I only thought you could record once on it. Turns out you could record twice on there. And then I got this one where you could record five times, but that's a different story. Like, you know, it's yeah. what we call sequential recording, mm-hmm. which means it's built on being able to play alongside a metronome or click track. But the thing about the keyboard is, is that it only had so much memory. And you had a limited amount of sounds because the keyboard only came with like 500 built-in presets or sounds. Uh-huh. So you kind of <clears throat> had to make it work. So it wasn't no trapping back then, you know? Yeah. It was really, it was really a titty in. <laughs> yeah. Not very realistic. The horn sounded like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they tried to make it sound as realistic as possible, it's, but it was. Possible, yeah, that was so digital. <laughs> it was so digital, and it was so hard to capture all of the nuance or, you know, 
the the beauty of the different types of beats. So that the second thing, you know, that phase of my beat recording was what I would call the the timing phase because you had to play the right notes at the right time because you really did not have any way of really keeping time unless you kept great time so yeah i have to learn about timing and all of this and then comes like when i had to start recording the beat so i was like man i used to hate having to delete my beats off my keyboard so then comes along the digital recorder mm-hmm. so i would put the digital recorder up to the speaker of the keyboard y'all <laughs> Hmm. And record the beat into the digital recorder. No, hold up. Let me ask you this, Brittany. When you were recording these beats and stuff like that, and you even putting them into your keyboard, are you? And you was talking about loops. So you would loop it, or like, like how would you do that? <laughs> you little sneaker. He knows how I did it. Um, hey, not everybody knows how you did it, though. <laughs> there it is. Okay, with these keyboards, oh, that that is a good point, though. With these keyboards and these what we call sequencers, what had to happen was that in order to com- to get a song or a beat or a composition, what you had to do was you had to play each individual sound over and over and over again for as long as you need it which is what we call a full track. This is literally knowing like, let's say you got a saxophone in the beat and the saxophone only come in at the choruses. You only play that saxophone through the choruses of the beat. Mm -hmm. But the memory of the keyboard might not let you hold that many. So you might get cut off in the middle of one of your choruses. That's true. It's true, mm-hmm. and it, it, it gets worse because what happens is some of the sounds drown each other out because there's no, like I said, the ambiances and the dynamic ability, which means the ability to fluctuate the instrument to make them louder or softer, was non-existent. Mm-hmm. So everything was at the same volume. And you had to be careful about the sounds that you use and how frequently you use them. Mm-hmm. You know? And it was just, it was, it really, it was a fine tuning period because that's when I started hearing the difference between like what I wanted to hear and what I was hearing, you know? And then, <laughs> I guess then I started, um, when I moved to Washington is when things really started getting heavy because then I start dealing with computers and that's when things start getting technical and I start dealing with GarageBand, which is a digital work or digital workstation or, you know, mm-hmm. you know platform for mm-hmm. recording not only music, but also audio. So I could plug an instrument like a guitar in and plug play so so you were doing that strictly off of your computer yes okay so you never used the ipad well i had an ipad to supplement the computer actually when i first started i had an old macbook pro 
an old MacBook. Mm-hmm. That's the, one of the old white ones. I, I'm sorry. I don't mean it like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, she just described it, it just kind of how it, you know, she don't mean it in that sense, y'all. Right. Don't be mad at me. Uh-oh. But yeah, it was a very old computer. But the iPad was really nice. Um, for like garage band and stuff like that because garage band it was like first I was using the computer and then I started using the iPad alongside the computer you could import the projects from your iPad to your computer and work on them there and go back and forth so the iPad was really handy to start things on and especially to make samples on and then you take those samples and import them you know your 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 computer you know what I'm saying now I'm getting tacky see what you made me do yeah for those who don't know or me, you know, or who knows me, I'm pretty uh, tech savvy, you know, and I do beats myself and everything else. So a lot of this stuff, when Brittany started getting into using the MacBook and everything else, I was helping her and <laughs> stuff, and, you know. And she's like, wait, how you do this? But a lot of the things when it came to me and my musical, like, things that I would do, I learned from Brittany. I am not going to deny that. But I introduced her to, of course, one of the systems that she uses now. You know, and I'll keep on letting her explain. (laughs) Right. It's so... We've got to the garage band stage and mm-hmm. the garage band stage on the computer started out with me having to use the keyboard on the computer, like the ASDF keys. Oh, okay. And keys, like a keyboard. Mm-hmm. Then I found out to get a MIDI keyboard, which is, uh, I forgot the, what the MIDI stands for right now. Yeah. All gone. But whatever it is, it's like a USB piano that plugs into your computer. And <laughs> what happens is now I have a, a keyboard set up to my computer. Logic is my baby now. I had to defer to Logic. <laughs> logic is my baby. And one thing, though, I can say about this girl, though, is, okay, I did introduce her to Logic. And, um... When I introduced her to it, she took it and she ran with it. And she learned and still knows more about Logic than I do. (laughs) And she probably knew more about Logic than I did in like the first three weeks of her using it. (laughs) I'm just saying. I got his butt to get a MacBook though too. Yeah, I still still got to get a new MacBook. This is one reason why y'all haven't heard any new productions from me in a long time just because I've, you know, uh, had Mac problems. But yeah. <laughs> you but, need some carbon copy in your life, boy. Need some, but yeah. So you using Logic now, and you're still using the MIDI, right? Yes, I am. Okay. And there's different types of MIDI's too. Okay, so what but kind of MIDI are you using? Uh, this is a this is a actually a workstation, but it doubles as a MIDI. Okay. Thank you for listening to David Brown and the Greater Podcast. Stay tuned for more.
Yamaha Mo X F8. It's a full 88 key, weighted key, uh, weighted action on the keys, which means that when you press the keys, they're not light and fluffy. They feel like real piano keys on the okay. So she got that workstation. She out here trying to work, 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 work. Work, work, work. Nah, man. Okay, so you got the logic up and you got the Yamaha, whatever you just said, XS. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, on up. Okay, so. Okay, so, you know, what is your, like, what do you start with when you start making a beat, bread? Like, what do you do? Well, I mean, it depends on my mood. Okay. Uh, sometimes I start with a melody, but I think today, for the purposes of this beautiful, wonderful show, start with some drums. But, but I usually, <laughs> um, I usually, what I do is I, I turn the cycle on. Mm -hmm. um, which allows me to record as many bars as I would like and then it will basically repeat itself over and over and over again mm. until forever comes um, also you no longer have to play for the whole entire track eh? no not the, <laughs> the computer takes that away and hey. another beautiful thing about the computer is quantizing which means that I don't have to play everything on time. Like, I can jack this up right now. <laughs> I'm gonna just give you guys kind of like an example right now. Like, here we go. Forgive my voiceover, but it's kind of. Well, remember, she's blind, y'all. It's a part of my music. team. Y'all hear voiceover all the time on my phone, so. <laughs> all right. So, what that is, is a click track. Just the clicking. Just telling everybody where in the bar it is. So I just press the inner key and I'm gonna press R. We're gonna get four beats and then we're gonna start just playing with these snaps. Yeah. Okay. 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 Now we're about to quarantine it and tighten it up. Okay. Let's... See how it snaps more closely to the, you know. Yeah. It's definitely a little tighter there. You know? Yeah, of course. I mean, see, like that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it definitely has, it has, um, let's throw some symbols in. Okay. Mm, I'm just then pause tighten it up quietize our symbols then we make another duplicate track which basically means that I make a track that um, has the same settings as you know just make sure Okay. Now let me ask you this: Considering the fact you're using Logic, you're telling me that Logic. Well, and of course, I already know the answer for this, but I'm asking this, you know, for those who don't know, you're telling me that Logic is accessible for blind people. Yes, it is, and it's getting better. Um, there are some parameters that have not been worked out uh, as far as accessibility goes, as far as like uh, what we call 
um, detailed editing. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to splicing regions, uh, that's or a fun word, splice. You know, <laughs> splice, splicer. You know, mm-hmm. like fine detailed editing and mixer controlling. Uh, there's some parameters in in that area that uh, still need a bit of work. But for the most part, and for you know the main staging of Logic, everything is very, very accessible. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So what else are we looking at? Okay, it's time for that beat. Okay, we're gonna do a kick. I don't know how this is gonna come out, but. Okay. Hey, okay. <laughs> okay, let's do a duplicate track with the jerks again. Okay, okay. Add in some hi hats, something simple. I'm not doing the rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So when you're doing these keys and you hitting these keys, you're hitting that the whole time, Brittany? What do you mean? <laughs> so like when you were doing that kick drum or you were doing that hi-hat right now, you were hitting that the whole time in that like pattern that you wanted it? Yes. Okay. So like it's basically like you're just hitting the key on the piano and just going down, 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 down. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Mm, I'm ready for some snare work in my life, I think. Just something a little trappy, something a little modern. Okay. Let's go. Tighten him up, make you quantize like that. Like, I'm so in my element, you guys might not understand how to stuff. Hey, do what you do. We here for the ride. Yes. So let me ask you this. Why did you put that snare behind that uh, snap the way that you did, you know? The way, I don't know, because I want to put a heavier 808 on there, and sometimes 808s can kind of bounce the, bounce off of the snap in a way that's kind of unappealing. <laughs> okay. You know? Okay, okay. There's a lot of sounds that I want to put in here right now, but I'm just going to pick a few. No, 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 no. Not you. Not you, definitely not you. Way too much. Do I have an A? That was an A. That was the wrong kind of A. That's the kind of A that I want. (laughs) What we call that is a chant. I'm going to drop him in. Maybe every two bars. Or two. Hey. <laughs> okay. 
Reverse symbol, I'm going to record him what in, which is your, um, kind of like your little, your little riser. Oh, I love that. Him came in too soon. So we're gonna undo that. <clears throat> okay. So if you don't, so let me ask you this: You telling me if you don't get it right the first time, you do it again? So how many times have you redone something? Oh boy, that can get serious. <laughs> Simply because I'm such a perfectionist, you guys, and it doesn't really matter. Like you can have it messed up or whatever, you know. But that's that's when you know, like I could have just moved him over a little bit, but you know, it's really different. Logic operates very differently for sighted people and non-sighted people. So just to do a little nudge work and move that 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 little reverse symbol over would have taken a lot more steps than it's worth to just undo it and re-record it. When it comes to sighted people, like they can just touch, you know, the pointer tool and touch the little trackpad and slide and, you know, tap and, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But for me, it's all keyboard work. It's yeah. all computer keystrokes. So it's interacting, uninteracting, shuffling, moving. You hustling yeah. harder than a sighted person right now. And then, yeah. you know, like, I feel that. Yeah. All right, let's get it. Here he comes. Let's go. <laughs> 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 him right that time. That actually um, did. <laughs> I love that. So the next thing I want to do is create a new track. <laughs> What we're going to create is a um, software instrument track, which allows okay. me to use the program Sounds with Logic uh, alongside the MIDI keyboard. I'm thinking about more of a synthy sound, or hmm, it's a part of me that wants to drop my 808. So, let me ask you this, Brittany, what, like... Where does it come from for you to have you be like, oh, I want this down in there, or I want this down in there, you know? It just depends on the type of beat it is again. Um, okay. It has a lot to do with like where my where my gut's telling me to go. <laughs> okay. Because it's, yeah, it's, it's just special to me like that. Cool. When, when I do it, I just, it just kind of happens. I feel it. Let's go with some mallets. Maybe not that particular mallet. Something like that. <laughs> you was goofy. <laughs> I'm feeling so. Oh, 
Just the tiniest bit to kind of get it to, to, to stand this ground. Root of eight plus is plus two plus one plus one point four. Um, and then I'm gonna create a new into trance, into trance, into trance, into new trance. Create, create default button. Library and control bar for library in recording search. We're actually going to go with something. wondering if I should go 808 right now. Uh, I still feel like I should wait for that. Uh oh. We gonna wait. For that 808. Hey. We gonna wait. For that 808. So what I'm looking at now is um oh boy that was control bar control bar untitled oh boy that was not what you're looking for uh huh uh huh um it's like no 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 um so what I'm looking at right now is called a booty kick which is a booty kick I mean boutique okay. A boutique kid is more like a, it's more of an atmospheric, more of an atmospheric kit. I can't say what I mean. So it's trying to create a certain atmosphere. Nice. Like, like, yeah. That atmosphere is what that kid is portraying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, um, so what I'm doing now is I'm using the what we call atmospheric track or atmospheric portion of the kid. Yeah. To create a kind of low end without being too low so that the 808 can be sustained. Okay. Gonna go a little something like this. If not. I barely know what you did. <laughs> Him gotta be turned up a lot because him have voice over unit. He gets this. This is like what we call solo mode. Okay. 
I know you can't see me, Brittany, but I'm over here bobbing right now. <laughs> and I'm betting whoever's listening to this still, too, is bobbing with you, too. Hey, that's what's up, though. I mean, this is a hype beat. This is really cool. Thank you for taking us through the process. Thank y'all for sticking around and continuing to listen. You know, Moment of True Productions right here. We're making a beat. She's taking us through the process of what she doing and we putting together magic right now (laughs) (laughs) magic this is David Brown in the Greater Podcast, y'all, and this is Brittany Davis, Moments of True Productions, showing us that what she does in order to make greatness happen, make herself greater, make greater, <laughs> be greater, be greater. Yeah, buddy. Yes, sir. I think it's time. Oh. I think it's time for the 808 to come in. We gonna put that 808 in. Oh snap. <laughs> These are some of my um, 808s from a friend of mine, um, and he is also a blind producer who works out of North Carolina. And he's wow. I can't wait to. Wow, some of that stuff's just gonna rock. But he's gonna, um, he's actually gonna be on my EP too. Um, some of his work, his name is Jay Breezy. He's greatness. And that 808 is too. The 808 is going to be the hardest thing to show, okay, because it is so low. It is low, yeah. Here's what I'll do. Thank you for listening to David Brown and the Greater Podcast. Stay tuned for more. His work, his name is Jay Breezy. He's greatness. And that 808 is too. Uh-huh. The 808 is going to be the hardest thing to show, okay? Because it is so low. It is low, yeah. Here's what I'll do. Ain't a weight low. 
was rolling the whole window. <laughs> nice. So this is basically the basis of where we come from. Yes. Um, this is, you know, what it sounds like when the loop is complete. So this would play, like, if I left this going and going, it would just be playing forever. That's dope. It was so good. And so you would just continue on in that same kind of process and just layering things on top of, you know, each other and then, um, after that, you know, um, let me ask you this. Okay, you got it in a loop, you know, and you ain't got to show us this, but how would you go about putting it together as far as, like, a full track goes? Because, you know, like... Sorry. <laughs> My voiceover is a little excited. No, you good. Um, but what happens next after the loop has been created is I go through the sounds one by one, uh -huh. And I look at the structure of each sound. Uh -huh. Basically meaning like what should come in, like what complements what. Um, so the marimba might come in with the snaps and the chant, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And, you know, and this is what we call a breakdown. So I'm basically cutting things out of the four bar loop and rearranging them to fit into other sections of the song or other sections of the beat moving it forward or maybe to bar t nine you know from nine to twelve instead of from one to four you know mm -hmm. like it gets really deep like that like you gotta you know you just it gets serious you know yeah so, yeah okay so all you're doing is you're cutting it out and then you're just pasting it in different places yes like copying and pasting okay. and sometimes when I get really really like perfectionistic I don't know how to say that mm -hmm. but I start doing fine editing maybe cutting things out from maybe two of the four bars um you know you know having it do little drops little breakdowns little innuendos here and there mm -hmm. um and maybe even adding different different stuff to the beat in different sections that wasn't maybe wasn't added in the four bar loop you know um little personal touches I like different sound effects I love sound effects <laughs> one time I made a beat was David over here saying Brittany <laughs> it was so funny it was so funny I wish I still had that sample but we need to get the thing back but yes that's what happens next um so yeah okay well, hey, thank you for taking us through that process, Brittany. I really wish we could hear the finished production. That would be cool. But y'all can hear a lot of Brittany's finished productions on her EP. So make sure y'all keep an eye out for that or an ear out for that. You know, it's dropping April the 15th. It's called, it's called what, Brittany? It's called In the Throws. In the Throws. Brittany Davis, y'all. Yes. <laughs> and then, of course, if you listen this far, you already heard her finished song, She Glows, which is another one of her finished productions as well. You know, and it's an amazing song. Brittany, thank you for, again for being on the podcast. You know, love you, girly. <laughs> love you, Boston. 
Yeah, and uh, I know a lot of the people, everybody who is listening to this podcast, of course, is grateful for, you know, what you're doing and what you got going on and everything else. Let me ask you this. Is there any way to reach you on social media and stuff like that? Or, like, if anybody has any kind of request or wants to know you to make beats or something for them? Um, I do have a business email, um, but I don't have... My my business Facebook is a mess. I need to clean it up. Um, yeah, I had a Twitter. What's that mug? Oh, Brittany, B R I T T A N Y underscore one two three four five six. Again, I'm at Brittany, B R I T T A N Y underscore. One, two, three, four, five, six. That will get you my Twitter. And my as for my business email, it is the moment ten thousand at gmail.com. If you need a beat made, if you need something for a background, you know, podcast, I do that. You know, you need a little... He does the podcast. They all hear a lot of the beats. <laughs> Spoken word. I do that, too. Uh, we can work on... She can't uh, speak. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> she can speak words. She <laughs> can words speak. Real and speak. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, but, hey... This is an amazing musician and somebody who is real authentic. If y'all tired of people that is fake out there, you know, and there's a lot of fake musicians, she's not one of them. So if you want to hit up Brittany Davis, know the moment of truth. Know the moment. She keeps it 10,000%. I know that was lame. <laughs> but, yes, it was. Yeah, but hey, on the real though, like, two, I'm not just saying this because this is a homie of mine, you know, and we go way back either, you know. But just because of the kind of person I am, you know, and even for the simple fact that we do go way back and that I've known her for this long and I'm recommending her and even having her on my podcast, you know, that's saying something that, hey, y'all hit her up if y'all need anything music-wise and everything else. It's a real good friend of mine. Y'all keep an eye out for her. She's going to do some big things, great things to come. You know, again, Brittany, you know, I'm proud of you. I love you. And, hey, thank y'all for listening to the Greater Podcast with David Brown. Y'all stay tuned. A lot more to come as far as podcast goes, interviews goes. There's going to be a lot of great things to come. And remember... This Always praying for y'all Love y'all And I What are you doing Today To get yourself To be greater Authentic baby You are stupid (laughs) (laughs) Oh man that's funny I had it going too I had it Oh, shoot.